0: Welcome to the I Love You Too Much to Argue podcast with your friends, Holly and Beck. Thanks for listening as we discover ways to invest in all our relationships using tools such as the Enneagram, love languages, and parenting with love and logic. Here we go.
1: Hi, lovers. Hi, Holly. Hi, Beck.
0: Now, today I'm super excited. <gasps> Me too. Because we have a very special guest by the name of Joel Maccaro. He is an author, poet, artist, performer, podcaster, probably other things that I've left out. <laughs> <laughs> and he is absolutely incredible. And he is on our podcast as a guest. Well, I actually already recorded it with him and you yes. weren't able to be there. So, but we're about to listen to it. Yeah, And he is just Incredible at what he does, and he. The reason we got him on specifically this time was be, is because he's just released an exhibition, an art exhibition,
1: uh-huh.
0: art along with poetry surrounding the enneagram. And when I saw him put this out, I was so fascinated, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I need to talk to him about this. This yes. is so exciting." <sighs> and I purchased one of the artworks in relation to a two and it comes with the audio of the poem that Mm -hmm. he's written for the Enneagram too and like every time I listen to that I just I ball Uh uh-huh (laughs) yeah and so I was like we have to get him on the podcast so I've interviewed him so let's listen to it and then we'll chat about it a bit at the end because there's other stuff that we want to talk about too enjoy well welcome to the I love you too much to argue podcast today I am so excited because I have got the most amazing gifted talented person (laughs) to showcase to you today and i'm so excited to have joel mccaro welcome joel thank you
2: it's wonderful to be here it
0: is so exciting i'm I'm actually really excited for our listeners to hear about everything you've been doing lately and all the stuff and amazing stuff that you do so joel is a very talented artist poet speaker writer author
2: too many things, <laughs> I'm way to to too many things. <laughs> yeah, can you many already many tell what enneagram number I am just from <laughs> just from the intro? Yes,
0: they should. Be. We should get them to guess. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I mean, I would. I, I'm intimidated with your greatness, Joel. <laughs>
2: Please don't be. Please don't be at all.
0: So I'm going to explain a little bit about what Joel's been doing recently, and I think mm. that our listeners are going to be really excited to hear about it in relation to the enneagram and what you've been doing. Yeah, because. I think it's super exciting and I think that they are really going to love it. Mm, so, hopefully. <laughs> so, first, before we get, get into that, can mm. you tell me what Enneagram you are?
2: Sure. <laughs> if you didn't guess from the intro, I'm a three. I'm a three on the Enneagram, I'm the achiever. Uh huh. Uh, so a lot of my life is spent doing and doing and producing and creating and bringing things out into the world. and I love it. And hoping that other people are impacted by them and trying to change <laughs> society and all of those things. And what, um, what's your wing? Uh, four wing. Nice. Yeah, four wing.
0: Okay.
2: Um, hence kind of where the creative stuff comes yes. from me. So I, I delve in. I've been a poet and a writer for uh-huh um for years for a decade last year i think it was a Mm full-time writer and poet so um i i just love delving into creativity to kind of do that therapeutic inner reflective work yeah um, is is my life i mean it's my life it's it's what i do yeah it's how
0: you create your income right Mm -hmm. yeah it's so good yeah and when did you like start being interested in the enneagram
2: in the enneagram, I was so I used to before um, before poetry took over my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to run a course that was, was a course called Year in the Sun, mm-hmm. um, and it was a course around kind of identity development yeah, um, wow. and spiritual formation and uh, things like that. And we used we were kind of looking around, had mm-hmm. been looking around for something to help. These young people who are kind of eighteen to twenty-four yeah, awesome. um, do that important self-reflective work, mm. and um, and whether I don't know who of us first kind of tapped into the Enneagram about that time of the yep. people that were running it and helping out and stuff, but it it very much it very quickly became the tool that we used yeah, to
1: because
2: wow. it was I mean because it at, at that age eighteen to twenty sorry to um, mm. if I uh, offend any eighteen to twenty-four <laughs> year olds.
0: Not nah. there's,
2: <laughs> there's a lot of passion and a yeah. and a lot of um, well, what would we say? there there sometimes can be not a whole lot of ability to mm. look to look introspectively at one's life and say, this is the person I've become Mm. through these realities that have happened to me and through my coping mechanisms, through them, and this is how I dealt with that and therefore I have become this this person and I live my life out in this way and therefore my relationships get fractured in this way. And Uh So we're taking them on kind of that journey. That's so Um, cool. And Enneagram just, I think, beautifully gives people the ability to do that uh, deeper kind of shadow reflection work yeah. of of this is my passions and my loves but this uh-huh. i know is where it um, where it plays out in negative ways in my life
0: yeah that's so yeah. cool it's it's really i love that because it's really about looking at what your internal motivations are and if you don't know what your internal motivations are especially at that age you can't mm. grow right mm-hmm. totally yeah <laughs> so it's or even your fears or you know those kinds of things i i think that's really great for that that age group to
2: Yeah, so important. And and not that it's not that any grammar or anything is settled at that point sure. at that age. Yes. But I think it gives them a way forward to um yeah, it gave them a way forward to reflect on their life as mm-hmm. they started living it out more, free from school life and parenting yes. life and all that kind of thing and trying to work out relationships. Mm. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people would say that and I, I haven't come up with this, this is someone else's thing, but mm-hmm. a lot of people would say that the Enneagram, they don't like it because it puts you in a box, mm. whereas actually it tells you which box you're in to help you climb out of it.
2: Exactly right, <laughs> with exactly your right. growth. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it doesn't, it, I mean, the, at its best, I think it does mm. that. It, it helps you to say, oh, actually, this is what I'm already doing, but yeah. I've ignored it for so long yeah. um, or just gotten on with life. Uh-huh. Like, I, I don't actually know who said it, but someone said, is it is it possible you can live your whole life and never meet the person who is living that life.
0: Yeah, wow.
2: <clears throat> that you yep. that we just get so busy in That's western so society cool. that we that we get so focused on mm. kind of the surface level doing 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 mm. this is work, this is career, this is whatever that we we don't stop and slow down and take that time yeah. to meet ourselves again, which is what both enneagram does, and I think as well mm. what creativity does, because mm. that's why I become obsessed with creativity, because it's so a, a chance to meet yourself again. Yeah,
0: wow, mm. I love that. Mm. And when you found out you were a three, were you surprised?
2: When I found out I was a three, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> like when once I was able to, I, just like you said, once I was able to um, name the box mm. that I was already in, mm-hmm. and. Um, <laughs> And I I find that I've had to do that again and again and again, and Enneagram Mm -hmm. has helped me to do that, um, to recognise how this shadow side plays out. So when around the time uh, that we started, maybe like a few years after we started using Enneagram Uh and I... And I very much connected to the three, and was like, mm. "This is this is me." At first, it was like three or seven, yeah, right. But then, the more I have lived, yep. um, you realize, <laughs> I realized the three is is definitely who I am. And I remember going um, traveling with my wife. We uh-huh. kind of as as a three, I this is so poetry took over my life. I uh-huh. started running. Uh, within six months, started running an organisation called the Centre for Poetics and Justice. So cool. Um, at the same time as still running that full-time academic course at a, wow. at a theology college. Um, and so had two kind of full-time... Typical three. Voc- <laughs> typical three <laughs> vocations as well as my poetry career taking off. <laughs> and so um, within, a, within a while after that, oh. maybe lucky, like it was just like we just hit... I just hit burnout. It was yeah. like done. So um, we... Sold everything and went traveling around the world, wow, basically, for 18 so cool. months. We, my wife and I tripped around the world. But I remember that uh, being in New York City within, like, the first month. <laughs> and um, and I had, like, these lists of, like, we're going to do this today, and we'll do that today, and then we'll go there and we'll do that. And within, like, three days, my wife, who's a one, she's just exhausted <laughs> uh-huh. and, like, done. And uh, and I'm like, no, we're going to do this tomorrow. We'll do this, and she's like, just stop, just <laughs> stop. Like, can you not? Say, I'm not one of your things to lead or yeah. your um, yeah.
0: tasks to tick off.
2: <laughs> tasks, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, um, it was a, it was again one of those self-confronting, confronting mm-hmm. moments where I had to slow down and recognize oh. just how much kind of doing and leading and achieving yeah. had become so much my identity. Ad- my identity that when we stopped and we mm. were just I, I need I still needed something so I started leading my wife which never goes well <laughs> as you were, um
0: well I'm married to a three as
2: right, well okay. so I can yeah but it was it was great in the sense that it um it, it, I think it was one of the major confrontations that the mm. enneagram mm-hmm. helped me to have with yeah. myself and to to name it helped me then to name that so much of my threeness, my uh-huh. achieving, my drivenness um, uh-huh. had come uh-huh. from trying to prove myself. And a lot of that had come from my my dad's story uh-huh. of trying to, to to get my dad to be proud of me, that uh-huh. kind of idea, and uh-huh. that had impacted me so much. It was one of the, I kind of call it one of my framing stories, yeah, right. my dad is not proud of me. It shaped uh-huh. so much of who I was. And, yeah, um, wow. And then through Enneagram and through creativity came to the, I think came to the ability to slow down enough to then kind of mm-hmm. what I would call it, is like restory that framing story of yeah, my wow, life and recognize so that, that actually dad was proud of me. He just hadn't known how to show it. Mm-hmm. And I just hadn't known how to receive it in mm-hmm. ways that he was showing it. And yeah. our, our memory always plays tricks yes. on us where we highlight <laughs> uh-huh. whatever our framing story is. And so, um, I feel like my life is just continuing mm. this journey of, of discovering more and more of the ways that I trick myself <laughs> and ignore what's happening yes. on the inside. Um, yeah. That's so
0: cool. Mm. So you have created an exhibition, which mm-hmm. is a creative expression of multiple things that you do. Yes. Yeah. So one of your really great talents is poetry and I've mm-hmm. heard a bit of your poetry and let me tell you, it is amazing.
2: Thank you. <laughs> it is so good. Thank you.
0: I am well. I'm not a poet. (laughs) I've written poems before, but I'm not a poet. Um, And so when I hear your work, not only like when I read it, yeah. But when you see it as a performance, it, yeah. it's definitely, it's not just words, it's more than that. And yeah. I really love it. So you've combined your poetry mm-hmm. with some of your new artistic skills. Yes, that's Do you want right. to explain yeah. that a little? Yeah,
2: totally. So I, um, during lockdown last year, mm-hmm. actually just before lockdown, I'd, I'd gone on tour,
0: mm-hmm. um,
2: touring a book release mm-hmm. of mine. And um, a friend invited me that I was staying with, uh, runs an art school up in Queensland, that's in Australia. So cool. and, um, she invited me just to come along to a yeah. to a thing, to uh-huh. a session, to a workshop. Um, just because I was up there and I went in. I'm like, and the <laughs> store again, these stories that we tell ourselves, I'd told myself for so long uh-huh. that um that I wasn't a painter or a drawer, yeah, that like yeah. I was a words person. Uh-huh. And I had never, like all my life, never thought that I could create. Wow. But um went along and just with a little bit of instruction from her.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Fell in love with That's drawing so cool. and um, pastels and, and painting, and and it became my savior during lockdown <laughs> and amazing. stuff throughout last year because it meant like poetry. You got to be quite focused on, yes. and to write yes. a poem, you kind of. So when I'm homeschooling two kids, <laughs> and all that I'm doing, um, if I get if I start actually getting into my poetry, mm-hmm. then. Then I start ignoring the kids, and then of course they go out to my yep. wife who's trying to work in the other room, etc. Et et yeah. <laughs> so, having a watercolor open uh-huh. next to me, yeah, as I'm trying to homeschool, etc., that I uh-huh. could just play with it, just became this beautiful creative release. And I loved it and became mm. pretty obsessed with it as I tend to do. Um, and painted heaps, just kept painting uh-huh. and painting and painting, and as I was painting. Um, they started becoming these animals which is what the exhibition is and as I was doing that I was also at the same time I was looking through a bunch of my previous work that Mm -hmm. I'd done a lot of what I love doing with poetry and a lot of my creative process is Mm -hmm. to write a poem for a specific person that's so cool yeah rather than like I do commissions and I do stuff for for big groups yeah. and just self-reflection. But there's something beautiful that happens in mm. that moment when you're trying to listen well to someone's story and then seeking to get that down in some form of poem. Yeah, wow. So I've loved doing that always, yeah. years and years and years. And, um, and I started looking through those and I and there was some hints in some of them of, of animals. And mm-hmm. so I was beginning to make that connection and, um, and then the – the Enneagram connection but kind of started becoming pretty obvious as Mm. well as I was thinking about who this person was. And it became pretty clear that their Enneagram number would be this. And it just kind of all came into one thing. So it's the exhibition became kind of this, yeah, confluence of of watercolor and poetry and inked skateboard decks just to throw something else (laughs) in there and working with musicians throughout the world to do kind of performance poetry and song together all shaped around the enneagram numbers and a yeah. few and a few extras as well but um yeah it kind of became a thing which I I, I love and, and for me as like that's how mm. creativity works mm. as well this scattering of random things that comes together comes together comes together and then you and have you, a thing
0: yeah I mean yeah. when I saw you put your stuff out there and I and I realized it was about the Enneagram I mm. was like oh my gosh I was frothing because I was so excited because I love the Enneagram and I love creativity and art yeah. and your poetry as well, and so I purchased my Enneagram 2 number yeah. um, painting that you've done, and it's the beautiful, deer. amazing.
2: The deer with the nest,
0: and it comes with a poem yes. that you have written, yeah. And then you also send the recording of that poem with the yeah. beautiful little music audio. And yeah. when I first listened to it, I like I sobbed, yeah. It was like you wrote it just for me, yeah, yeah, <laughs> as a two, and I know yeah. that you didn't, but that's one of the reasons why I loved them so much because, yeah. you know, I've listened to all of them and mine, the, the two one was the one that really got me. I'm
2: yeah.
0: like, oh, it's so powerful. Mm. And I love that the way that you've written it is mm. just, uh, it's amazing. So mm. what I would really love for everyone to do is go and have a look at Joel's website,
2: mm.
0: joelmccaro.com. That's right,
2: right? Yep, <laughs> Um
0: And I'll put a link to it in our notes, but go and have a look at his exhibition, have a look at the paintings and listen listen, to, yeah, yeah, have a listen to all of the poems, but specifically your own Enneagram number and see if it speaks to you. Because I know that it certainly spoke to me and I've Mm. sent it around to a few friends as well to say, oh my gosh, you've got to check this out. It's amazing. Mm. And then to be able to have the artwork that goes with that, that you've done, which is an original, right? Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. It's It's a reminder Mm. of the poem. And I think, you know, because of your own understanding of the Enneagram, and you've obviously done a lot of um, work and reflection and study on that anyway, you're able to very creatively speak to people using their Enneagram number, Mm. using what the Enneagram number strengths and weaknesses might be Mm -hmm. in order to actually tell them what they need to hear in how to how to grow and yeah like even i'm thinking about the poem and i'm
2: getting emotional. like i'm a
0: feeler i'm in the heart triad you know yeah. it's fine yeah um but yeah i i've I just absolutely adored it which is obviously why mm. i purchased it but i wanted to ask you um Whether or not you would be okay to read Mm. that poem.
2: The two for (laughs) me. The two for me. I'll probably cry.
0: I did bring my tissues. Just in case. (laughs) (laughs) Um I would love to. Thank you. Mm. But if two's not your number, go and have a look at Joel's Mm, stuff. I didn't say actually in the top end of this. You also are a podcaster yourself.
2: I am, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: it's called The Deep Place, right?
2: Yeah, the deep place on creativity and spirituality.
0: Yes, and that is an awesome podcast, Joel is very creative as you now know and he also mentors people Mm -hmm. specifically around creativity is that right yeah creativity and
2: storytelling yeah yeah um
0: and i've actually been to uh i think it was like a mini workshop that you ran one time for an organization that i that i'm a part of and you ran it and it was on like it was on poetry stuff yeah um but it it wasn't like you didn't have to be super interested in poetry or, no. or know how to write stuff. It yeah. was just actually exploring and unlocking yeah. stuff in a deeper way and I really loved That was really great. Mm. Anyway, that's an aside. But, yes, I was wondering if you could read.
2: I would love to. Thank I, you. Um, I, I, let me tell you, I wrote this. Um for someone who like it's funny sitting here with you now because mm-hmm. I'm like actually you totally remind me <laughs> just even how you what you look like and your really? that, as to the person that I wrote this That's
0: for. Fascinating. Yeah, her
2: name's Amy, she's over in uh, the US, lives uh-huh. in the US somewhere. And um I'd met her at a um at a creativity, at a photography actually a so conference cool. that they'd invited me to come and speak and perform at. Uh-huh. And um and at the end of that, I at the end of my talk, I just put out there and said, look, I just feel like if there's some people here who, mm. need, who need something, who feel like they need a poem, some kind of encouragement, come and see me wow. and I'll write you a poem. That's and, um, so cool. So I had a few, I had like three or four people that, um, during that conference, come to me, and I wrote them poetry. Uh-huh. Um, one of them was Joy, who I actually run the, oh, yeah. the Deep Place uh-huh. podcast with, uh-huh. um, and the other was was one of her friends, Amy, who I wrote um, the kind of what became to the poem that I'm about uh-huh. to read. Or, originally, was for her, uh-huh. and um, and I remember I remember reading it to. I wrote it kind of that she shared a story, and I wrote it kind of within a few hours of the base. Uh-huh. and, and that we were in Colorado Springs cool in some <laughs> castle in yeah. the, like it was wow. very strange um but i remember sitting at this table reading it to her oh. and just her just weeping
0: oh i bet she would have
2: weeping cuz yeah cuz <laughs> I, I bet she would have it's what it's what i love most about oh. creativity is that it it gets past surface level instantly yes, that's so true and speaks to our deeper stories <laughs> and our, our fears and our motivations yeah. and all the stuff that the enneagram does mm. um, it creativity kind of does the same
0: absolutely
2: um, and so yeah let me let me share this with you
0: thank you i'm so excited
2: it's called heavy there is a time when those who hold up the world can no longer do so. Strong arms and a straight spine for too long and too many and too much. And I know you would carry them all if you could, every single one. You would let them come, find safety in the nest of your life, pile them high. But do you realize how heavy it has all become? How even small things held up by eager hands start to weigh down tired arms, a back now curved, bent over, bent down. Do you realise how sacrifice can so easily turn saviour, turn martyr, how what began as generosity and self-effacement may be laden down now with expectation, to be seen, acknowledged, made worthy. What you perceive others' needs to be defines your own reality so you turn to catch them. And you turn to help them, you turn to hold them, you turn and you turn until you have lost yourself, forgotten yourself, given of yourself until you were so small, or at least subservient, at least least, at least less, at least insignificant, to give and to give and to give until there is nothing left to give to yourself. And still the weight presses down, pushes you down into the ground, through the ground, now covered over and the world goes dark. But it's okay, friend. Wait there in the soil alone. Wait there where you cannot help them. You do not have to hold it all together for everybody else. They will be okay without you. And you will be okay without them. You are enough without them. You are worthy without them. You are enough without them. So wait. For the seed of something growing can only germinate in the soil of your aloneness. In the dark and the lonely, when it's just you. Wait there, not having to serve anybody right there where you might just be cracked open and growing and stretching out toward the light. Limbs that are are reaching and grasping and breaking through the surface, strong like antler, tree like bone to grow and to grow. Deep roots remain as deep as the pain and the broken has ever been. They need to be. For you shall grow tall here, friend, planted, whole, and holding on to the earth. They shall come, the ones your heart beats for. They shall rest in nest, held up by your giving. But this time, you do not need them to. You do not need them to. This time, this dear, she is not holding up the world anymore. The world holds up her, a depth of self-assurity. You are planted, deep roots, stretching branches, antler and free, the self that is worthy of love just for being you, just you. This is enough, just you. This is always enough. Oh it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so
0: good. Thank, Thank you for reading that. Oh, it's just oh, oh it's beautiful. You if you haven't already checked it out, you have to go and check out Joel's poems. They're on Spotify too, right?
2: Yeah, they're starting to be released okay. on Spotify weekly so- these ones. Oh great. So, yeah. so go
0: and subscribe or whatever whatever you do, follow follow, yep. follow Joel Macero on Spotify and check out his website as well. Go and buy mm. his artworks. I know that in a lot of Um, places around the world, artists specifically have been really affected by COVID Mm. because, you know, performance is one of the first things that has gone. So go and check it out, support Joel because honestly what he brings to this world and how he uses his gifts and talents to um to show their richness of creativity to the world is just mm. amazing. So please go and support him.
2: Thank um, you. Joel
0: mm. Do you read poems to your kids and wife?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, not to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she bit over it is a she? She bit over it. Maybe years ago we probably <laughs> yeah, stopped doing right. that. Um she's like, just do the bloody dishes. <laughs> don't, don't tell me about do <laughs>
0: give me a poem about the dishes, <laughs> yeah, just that's do right. them. <laughs> just
2: do the dishes. I love it. Um, <laughs> but for my kids, I do, yeah, yeah. I yeah. try to do there And I've got some funny ones that they love. And, oh, I and bet. Kind of thing That's really them. cute. Yeah, it's great. It's really cute. It's
0: great. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much mm. for coming today, Joel. I
2: really my, appreciate it. My absolute pleasure.
1: Oh, my gosh. I know, right? That was amazing.
0: <laughs> He's, like, incredible. Uh, seriously, that poem... Like I know I made him read it to me uh-huh. but I have listened to it before and yes. when I was like preparing to chat to him I listened to it a couple of times again. Each time I'm like, oh, my gosh, Holly, you've got to hold it together and not ball your <laughs> eyes out were you crying during the interview i i I managed to hold it together but i did have
1: a like a little tear Uh so thanks joel (laughs) i mean just listening to the two for you like it Mm. makes me teary about you but listening to the six as well for myself like it's the same thing it's so impactful i know like it's like he's talking deep into your soul yes
0: and i think that's the, the beauty of using the enneagram to do that if it's your type and he's written and crafted mm. this in his clever artistic poetry way. Yes. It speaks so deeply. It really does. To you. So I was just wanting to encourage our listeners, if you are still trying to type yourself with the Enneagram, go and have a listen to all of Joel's poems that he has done surrounding yep. the Enneagram. You can see them all on his website at joelmacaro.com and they're listed in the human exhibition section so Mm -hmm. go to his website and have a look at that and there's a link to it in our episode notes as well but go and listen to all the poems he's he's uploaded them there on his website you can listen to them for free but if Mm -hmm. you wanted to purchase your enneagram artwork he also sends you the audio file of that poem
1: and ah i love it i think he's also popped them on spotify yeah he was saying that wasn't he that he was going to release one a week i haven't checked where he's up to but we'll have to do that um i really loved that when he talked about how he wrote each poem to a specific yes. person that he knew of that Enneagram mm-mm, type. Mm-mm. Like you can really feel how personal it is. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I felt like
0: he'd written the, that one just for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's cool.
1: There are a couple of things that he said that hit me hard. Yeah, right. Like, he said um, you can live your whole life and not meet the person who's living it. Isn't that so fascinating like living your whole life and
0: not meeting the person that's living it is it's like you're not being your authentic self because you're always striving to fit into a mold or be different or comparing yourself to others and and trying to be like other people Mm. and he's right like you could live your whole life and not meet your true self. And I think that's really the beauty of the Enneagram is it helps us to unpack our true self, figure out what our core motivations Mm -hmm. are, our core fears, our core beliefs, and actually move through that from there and grow as humans. Totally. So good. That's why we love it so much, isn't
1: it? (laughs) (laughs) Even though it feels like a punch in the face sometimes.
0: Well, the other thing he said was, it helped me have a confrontation with myself. Oh my
1: gosh. (laughs) That was another. One. It was like yes. There's sometimes where I need it to be like slap me in the face so mm-hmm. I can go back. What are you doing? Yes. Like why are you sticking to this old pattern or uh-huh. why are you? Yeah. I
0: had th- this situation recently. Um, over the weekend my car broke down and it broke down in the city. I was not close mm-hmm. to home, and I actually needed help from yeah. multiple people for multiple reasons, and I found it so incredibly difficult to get help. Yes. To do what I needed to do. Because when you're forced to ask for help as mm-hmm. a as a two, you know, I'm normally the helper, yes. not the person <laughs> being helped. And I I I was reflecting on it and I was like, wow, it's fascinating to me that I find this so uncomfortable. Yes. So what ended up happening? I was at work and my the CEO of the company that I work for had to drive me home and he lives like right next to where the office is. And you don't live close. And to... I don't live close no. and it was peak hour traffic and it took him, I don't know, like 55 minutes just just to my house, just one way. Then he had to go home. And then he had to go home and not only that, he took the battery out of my car, put it on charge overnight because uh-huh. the battery was flat and then put it back in my car in the morning and removed my car from the Car park before six a.m. So I didn't pay the overnight fee. (laughs) Oh, what an angel! I know he's such a champion. And then I had to go back in the next day to pick it up, and he also offered to pick me up and take me, which was very kind of him. But my brother ended up helping me and getting me in in there. But I was, as I was driving back home, I was thinking, this has been so like difficult for me to Mm. to ask for help or to even just to receive help and Mm -hmm. that's not a healthy thing like that's not good Uh (laughs) but I just was thinking wow that is that that situation and knowing and understanding my Enneagram helped me to have Mm -hmm. a confrontation with myself yeah and go okay Holly we need to sort this out (laughs) we need to get better at this yeah (laughs) because you know if if it was someone else and I was offering to help them
1: that's not difficult no (laughs) you'd love to help someone in that situation I know it's just yeah. Just a so. little secret. We all love to help you in these <laughs> situations too. <laughs>
0: see, I hear you say that and I understand it intellectually, but the feeling that I get inside just is very squirmy. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, thanks, Brody, for helping me. Yeah. And Josh <laughs> and Sess and all those people. <laughs> I am, see, this is the thing. I, f- I feel indebted. Mm. And I know that that's not like when I help other people. I don't feel like they're in debt
1: to me. Yeah. I just want to help them. It's funny, isn't it? Well, I'd love to hear how this little confrontation that you're having with yourself mm. plays out over the next little while.
0: Yeah, so I'll have to listen to Joel's poem a few more times. And yes.
1: Just <laughs> Cry a few tears. Yes. Yeah. But I can't stress
0: enough. Go and look at Joel's um, work on his website for his artwork. Purchase one if you can. Um, I think it's amazing. Um, artists have been really hit hard yeah uh, you know performers artists all those things have been really hit hard so i encourage you to go and have a look and
1: let us know um how it impacts you how your poems type impacts yes. you or if you get closer to typing yourself because you haven't done that mm. yet being able to work it out and the poems help you we want to hear about it yes let, absolutely yeah and if you've just it, i love you too much to argue at gmail.com or on instagram at i love you too much to argue podcast yes We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head to your favourite podcast platform to rate, review, and subscribe. Connect with us on Instagram at I Love You Too Much To Argue Podcast. Find us on Facebook or email us at I Love You Too Much To Argue at gmail.com. Thanks, lovers!